Validas Tool and Library Qualification Podcast with your host, Oskar Slotosch. Hello, here we are again in the new decade. My name is Oskar Slotosch and I'm an expert in tool qualification and avoidance of tool qualification. And I'm Ivana Kuracic, your friendly representative of the audience. Welcome to 2020. To start the year, people usually make lots of very important resolutions and try to manage their lives a bit better. And one of the important topics is always money. So here we are talking about money in tool qualification and how you can save it. What can you tell us about that, Oscar? Well, the, the challenge it's a challenging question how to save money with tool qualification because tool qualification is something optional as we have uh, heard. So it's uh, not mandatory in the sense that you have to qualify all tools. You can always argue um, that the tools are uncritical and use them safely with uh, requiring less confidence. So uh, that's a challenging question, how to save money by doing something that is uh, maybe not mandatory, but optional. Would it be naive to say that it might be better to not do tool qualification. That way you save the money. You don't have to do anything. Or? No, that's that's not true. So we have to uh, consider the overall costs of tool confidence. Tool confidence means either using the tools very carefully and doing checks and uh, other things, or to use qualified tools. And um, we have those two approaches, and we should uh, come up with a calculation of um, the costs for both approaches and then compare them. And from that, we can deduce criteria, what is the optimal solution regarding the costs. What would you say the main factors are to do this pro-con calculation? How difficult is it to actually evaluate something like that? Well, it's it's not too difficult. It's quite easy uh, because um, the, uh, there are some principal factors that impact the costs of qualification of a tool. So you need to buy a qualification kit and you need to apply it. And then um, you uh, it takes time, it takes money to buy it, it takes time to apply it and um, maybe time to document it and uh, then work according to a safety manual. And that is something, a one-time activity and then it depends on how many users you have. So if 10 people are using your tool um, in a daily basis, then within a year you have 3,500 usages of the tool. Uh, what would it cost if we don't qualify the tool? Well, then those 3,500 usages of the tool would need to use the tool carefully. Well, and what does it mean carefully? Carefully means uh, that they can detect all potential errors of the tool by extra efforts or by um, checking something, reviewing something, doing something extra, comparing with other tools, additional work. The cost of a mitigation can be calculated by doing it once and um, maybe you have to review the generated code. So then you can uh, say, okay, for such a review of a generated code, we might need a half an hour of time to go through it and find and check whether it's uh, generated correctly. Well, this half an hour of time, then you can multiply by, well, if it's an average number, so you might have smaller and bigger num modules, but if you take a fair amount, then this half an hour is a, is a valid estimation. And then you can uh, um, find out how many modules do you have 
and how frequently you build or how frequently you're using the tool. And this is a simple multiplication and then it comes out if it's 3,500 users, users time half an hour, then it's uh, 1,750 hours. And if, if you calculate between 50 and, and 100 uh, euro per hour, then you will end up with 100,000 euro that costs you to mitigate the tool every year. These are really big numbers, but when we compare them to how much a tool qualification may actually cost you, where are we at? This, of course, depends on the uh, on the size and complexity of the tool and also on the degree of its qualification. So we usually don't qualify a tool completely, but only the critical parts. So maybe just um, the code generator of some parts of the tool and not the complete code generator and maybe not uh, the, the reporting aspects and other aspects. The interesting challenge is always to convince people to work safely with the tools. If they develop software, even if it's safety-relevant software, without tool confidence, then they pay neither money for mitigations nor for tool qualification. And then it's always first, oh, how much extra effort is it? What comes out? Do we really need to do this? And well, with a with an TCL1 argumentation, um, they, they can do it once or two times manually. Uh, that's maybe cheaper than qualifying the tools, but when it's then scales and they roll out the tools to a broader user community, then they can easily multiply how much effort it would be. And then we can easily determine if there's a break-even point. If tool qualification costs less uh, than it saves, then it's uh, saving money by tool qualification. But definitely what we need to say here is that you need to do something if you want to be compliant to safety standards. Either you need to think about constantly mitigating for potential issues, or you just do a tool qualification and you're safe. Yes, and that's that's true. All safety standards, uh, all relevant safety standards uh, have three uh, things. You have safe hardware, safe software, and safe tools. And uh, unsafe hardware isn't possible, unsafe software isn't possible, and unsafe tools is also not possible. So, uh, therefore, all those three pillars are important uh, for a safe system. So I asked you a little bit about how much you can expect tool qualification to cost you. And of course, we can't put exact numbers. But do you have any examples from industry of how much tool qualification could potentially save money? Well, uh, we have, and this is already published since we are doing this since 10 years together with BMW. So they have a code generator and um, from MATLAB Simulink, the modeling tool. And um, they don't want to test everything on the hardware. Uh, they want to trust that their simulation is working correctly. And then don't uh, do all these very expensive hardware tests. You need many resources. You need much time. You need to redo things if they are failing due to hardware issues. And you need to analyze big models. So this costs, would cost them millions to work this uh, work with TCL1 level of those tools. And so they are saving millions by qualifying the tools together with us. Of course, uh, qualification of such a big tool isn't, isn't cheap also, but uh, over the last 10 years, so uh, this is a, a big, a huge amount of money they have been saving. So what you would recommend to somebody who is on the fence about whether they should qualify or not qualify, 
talk to you, right? See where you stand. Yes, we do qualification strategies. Either we start with a classification and uh, then work out the first step of the roadmap towards safe tool usage is the classification. But if somebody has a classification and somehow isn't happy, uh, then we can help them uh, with a qualification strategy and find out what is worth to be qualified. Let's say I have a tool and I want to see whether qualifying it would actually save me money compared to mitigating constantly. Can I be confident that this can be done? Or are there actually some cases where tool qualification doesn't save you money in general because qualifying might not be an option? Well, we can qualify every tool, but um, if it has a specification um, that we can use to derive test cases from. But um, it might not be worth to do it. So if you have just a, a very small tool or a, a tool that is integrated within a tool chain, and um, um, then it might not be worth to qualify this. So if uh, big companies, uh, OEMs, are using hundreds and thousands of tools even, um, they do not need to qualify them all just because they have them somehow. So that's uh, um, usually the more money you invest in the classification, uh, the more precise you can say uh, what comes then on qualification costs and uh, qualification efforts. So it's it's worth saying it uh, and classifying it precisely because then you just need to qualify those features you're really using and not everything. Validas. Safety for your tools and libraries. Contact us at www.validas.de and ask for a free strategy talk. So before you look into tool qualification for efficiency and money-saving reasons, you need to think about whether it's really worth it for you. How many times do you use it? How many times do you have to mitigate? How many users have to deal with this? Yes, if you use a tool only once a year, uh, it is maybe okay and acceptable to do a manual mitigation, uh, while if you use the same tool every week, uh, then it's uh, it's not so acceptable. By the way, um, using a tool once a year or every week, so how, man how frequently we are using a tool, uh, does not depend on how frequently you're calling it actually, but how frequently you're using it to build something that goes into the product. So, for example, you might uh, recompile your software daily, but only every three months create a new um, version that goes into the new car. So then you don't need every time, every day uh, to mitigate it, but every three months uh, when it goes something to the product, you need to mitigate again. So that is something. But frequently the development cycles are shorter and they have maybe... Uh, once a week or every two weeks, depending on the project status, they have new software versions and sometimes even daily versions uh, are to be produced. And uh, just imagine if a, a test driver is working 12 or 14 hours a day doing very much uh, in, a, in a final phase of the project and you come to him and say, hey, you have to do another half an hour of this review here, otherwise you're not safe. So that is not uh, acceptable anyhow. So in this case, um, the development time is much more uh, uh, worth than something that we can up, do upfront to qualify the tool. 
There's another other thing what we um, uh, had done. So once we had a customer, a big customer, and saying we want to um, minimize our two qualification costs. And then we say, okay, we can compute this. Uh, you, we just need to put the euros to each mitigation, and then we multiply with the frequency you're using it, and we compare it with the cost. And this is somehow an exponential um, but solvable mathematical problem. And uh, we did two things. One is we extended the TCA tool that we're using to uh, model the tool chains. Uh, we extended by a field of different categories of costs and different categories of, of money and time and on whatever we added there. And then we uh, had a translator into a uh, model checking tool, a formal method tool that then computed the optimal solution. So this is uh, was a big uh, work and to do all this translation into the formal methods tool and then translate the results back. But we got the results um, that we could present within the Excel sheet. Uh, let's say the break-even point and the number of uh, the costs that uh, were minimal. Uh, but the, this is really a hard problem to solve because sometimes you have three mitigations that apply to do different potential errors and you can choose this. But this covers also this, though this was a really hard thing to figure out, but it's working. Well, interesting, currently this is not a standard feature of the TCA. This is somehow like an incubator feature that we do have at Validas. If somebody is interested in knowing it, I would say up to the last cent or the pennies, really. Meanwhile, we have so much experience that we can just say people, well, this is, will pay off because, isn't this, this is... Um, the same answer that the model checking tool would have uh, given uh, to them, but we can just uh, explain and argue about it. Well, also sometimes people have a good feeling about it when it will pay off. So once I was on a customer and they um, said, well, we want to use GCAF because we are testing C++ code and um, we know uh, that um, we can only qualify C code so far with existing um, tools we are using. And can you create us a qualification kit that will cover the C++ coverage measurement? Mm -hmm. I said, well, this will be take some time. And it took me really some days of thinking about it and discussing with colleagues. And then we came up with a solution. Say, well, we think this might be 100,000 euro or even more. And then we went back to the customer and said, well, uh, we could qualify it for you, but building this Q-Kit would cost you 100,000 euro. And guess what the customer said? Well, this is really cheap. This will save us so much more <laughs> of work, extra effort. So please make an offer and uh, sell us this Q-Kit. Perfect. So, so this is something where we see where true qualification has a really high value to them. If they have a problem with using an unqualified tool, they want to use it. And uh, in this case, really... Uh, we, we got the contract and uh, I think we have been building it or we are quite far right now. So we have this uh, GCAF. GCAF is a, a good coverage tool, but it cannot measure MCDC coverage. Yeah, MCDC stands for Modified Condition Decision Coverage. So if you have a condition in your program consisting of several parts, so let's say A or B or C, uh, then the question is, do A, B and C impact the result? And so it doesn't uh, suffice to test, well, if this condition is true once or if this condition is false once, that is uh, not enough. Because if something is translated bad, 
uh, or wrongly, then um, it might uh, lose the impact of A, B, or C to the overall result. And then you can do two things. Either is you do all combinations of A's and B's and C's, which would be huge. Or, and this is a, um, recommended in most safety standards for uh, the highest safety level, you can do the modified condition decision coverage, meaning that you modify A and B and C and you see if it has an impact to the overall result. And if it's really impacting, then it's probably implemented correctly. And this is, can be measured with MCDC. And this is a, a much less to test than testing every combinations, um, but is considered to be safe. And uh, well, since this is a complex metric, um, all the tools that I know uh, that are available that can do this are commercial tools. So there are no free tools that can measure MCDC so far. If somebody knows one, please feel free to contact me. I would love to qualify it. That's it for today. And to summarize, with two qualification, you can save a lot of money, but sometimes you don't spend it. So you save money that you would have to spend if you're working safely with the tools. Thank you for today and uh, hope to talk to you soon probably about the validas. To find out more about how you can save money with tool qualification, visit our website. It's www.validas.de. And if you have any other questions on tool and library qualification for our podcast, we can always be reached through podcast at validas.de. That's it for today. Thank you for listening and don't worry about qualification. Be happy with Validas.